Hi and welcome to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. Are you ready to reveal some superpowers of the great minds of the tourism industry? Here's your host, Nico Gutia. My today's guest is Andrew Nielsen. Andrew, how are you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fine. This is my first ITB, you know. I don't know. No, I know. And I, I, you know, I don't speak German. So I'm trying to figure out what those initials mean. And now after two full days and two full nights with maybe two hours of sleep each night, I know what it means. What does it mean? I'm totally broken. <laughs> oh, boy. Exactly. Up and down those stairs. I've never been to a show this big in my life. But I do feel like a kid on Christmas Day because, you know, for those of us who like to travel... This is a magnificent show because all of the countries in the world are here, all of their destinations, and you feel like, oh my God, this is great. There's Madagascar. There's Papua New Guinea. There's Australia. So it's, it's really amazing. And what was your favorite place? You know, I have to say that um, my, my, favorite, my favorite place was just... Uh, I guess I had a favorite hall, which was the Asian Hall. Malaysia was really great because they had um, people there that from various uh, cultures in Malaysia who were um, doing dances, making uh, baskets, doing all sorts of wonderful things. And what was really great about it, most of them were rather young, and there were two kids who were like obviously tired, obviously a little <laughs> bored with what all the adults were doing. And, one, and they were both wearing these very elaborate headdresses. And one of them came up and just pushed the other one's headdress right off his head. And the other one came up and just sort of, just sort of, just sort of laughing. It was one of those things that just sort of make, you know, it's the, the humanity of travel, I suppose. It's everywhere. <laughs> and it's the feeling of the ITB. You yes. can get surprises everywhere. Oh, yes. And I mean... I'm, you know, the first surprise is how huge it is, so, yes. and whether you take the U-Bahn, the S-Bahn, and don't take a, don't take a cab here. Never. You'll never get here. <laughs> never. <laughs> totally true. For people who never have heard your name, Andrew Nelson, what do I need to know about this name to get a, the DNA of, of your life? The DNA of my life. Well, that's, that's interesting. I'm, uh, I serve as the Director of Editorial Projects for National Geographic Travel. I w live in Washington, D.C., so I've been working for National Geographic Traveler as a writer for, oh my gosh, over a decade. So um, this is a full-time position with them for the last two and a half years, and I've enjoyed it so much working with our partners to create great content. National Geographic content is best. I saw some uh, statistics in, the, in every social media under the top five sites. Well, It's unbelievable. Well, top, well, we're top 10. We are the number one brand on Instagram. It's We have more than 100 million followers. We just broke that, um, that, uh, that record of two weeks ago. We now have 101 million, I was told and corrected. And Ariana, Ariana Grande is scared because we're coming for her. We blew away Bieber. So we're coming for Ariana. Congratulations to this. And well, you're teaching social media. So you know a lot about it. How come? Well, the question is, uh, this goes back a long time ago. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, those I, I, still, I still see people who talk to me about this, but in the 1990s, I started with three friends, a uh, computer gaming company called Cyberflix, and in 1996, we designed and built the Titanic in digital dry dock at the same time the movie was coming out. So we did, created, did James Cameron knew it? James, no, he didn't know it. Um, Fox didn't know it. Um, 
who was creating the movie, but um, we were just four guys from the sticks, and um, <laughs> we were able to uh, use some of the uh, excitement over the movie that that really coincided with with us publishing this. But uh, to this day, um, I still know the complete um, blueprint of the Titanic. It's it's awesome. Oh, it was great. I still get people. Uh, from Germany, from France, who sometimes contact me about the game because they grew up with it. And now I meet people as adults who say, oh, you did that? I designed that game. So I've always been working um, with technology because to me, technology is only a different way of telling stories because we as humans, of course, are natural storytellers. That's what we did when we were around the campfire uh, back when, you know, we didn't have much of a civilization. And we continue. We are attracted. We're genetically coded to respond to stories, I believe. How much did social media change the storytelling? Well, it's an interesting... I, I, social media changes the storytelling in the sense that uh, it's, it's very visual. Um, as you know, text is short. So that uh, the stories that one tells are primarily have, have a visual impact. But of course, there's more to it than that. For example, we, we do a lot with Instagram stories, but we always um, end with a swipe up. So of course, that leads to the digital site where you can read the larger text. Yeah. Because we also believe that you need to have, um, I guess for the lack of a better word, uh, you know, a, story, a strong storyline and a narrative. Uh, and it becomes, you know, basically perhaps the manifesto about a destination. No. And whoever is writing that is important. So we, we, we do a lot with that. And social media, um, again, is it, we're, we're telling the same stories, but we're just showcasing them in different ways. <laughs> yeah. When I remember years ago, it was a nightmare when somebody was saying, hey, I was on holiday and I brought like a hundred pictures. Everybody was like, oh, please, no, we just wanted to have a nice evening. But today, everybody on Facebook and Instagram is swiping through the pictures like hell. Exactly. Well, it was interesting. I just saw the statistic that the average time spent on a Facebook po po post is 1.7 seconds. So you can imagine... Strong. Yeah, I, I, I can too. And we all, ha we all have... So we can all have social media overloads. So one of the things that we like to do at National Geographic, for example, our photographers control our Instagram account. It's not anybody in the office. So the photographers decide ooh. what is going to be put ooh, on there. This is a ooh, good idea. Well, I, I think so, too. I think it was a, it was a wonderful idea. Um, as you know, our photo editors are, are the best in the world, and they came up with this idea, and it really seemed to work. I think there was some initial hesitation while we're, we're handing the keys over to the, the... We're handing the car over to the kids, you know? How is this going to work? <laughs> But the photographers have been great, and they've been very compelling and expressive, and, of course, the, um, the following... You know, having a, getting 100 million followers speaks to the success of their Strong. vision. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how does your love to this work start in your youth? Or did it start very, very late? Well, I think, I think it began... Um, I would just have to say that um, storytelling, and let's go back to that, because um, dating myself here, I was basically grew up in the years before Facebook or <laughs> Twitter. Um, But I think storytelling was always important, was always important to our family. And I think I remember at Christmas, uh, we would sit around and, and um, the Christmas tree and each one of the kids would look at a favorite ornament or begin to tell a story about it. Wow. And so that, I think, out of that became um, 
that storytelling capability, that idea of observing the world and, and loving the variety and all that is in it, um, just grew and grew. So I, my background is in journalism. So that's with my university degree. And then from there, of course, you know, surfing each wave of technology as it came along. Is there a failure in your life which taught you best? That is always one of those great questions. Um, I think... I think one thing that that uh, I learned, especially when it comes to travel, was um, and how to enjoy yourself. I was working in San Francisco in 2000 at the turn of the century and working for Britannica.com, Encyclopedia Britannica.com. It was a very busy, hectic, crazy time. The first time that, of course, you know, the first wave of all of this innovation and digital um, creation was going on and um, was working very, very hard. And then I think, I guess in 2001, the market crashed. Um, we had a turndown and we were all laid off. So that was a very deep blow to me. On September 10th, 2001, Ooh. I took a flight from, uh, United flight from San Francisco to Manhattan to stay with some friends, and so, of course, who lived down in downtown Manhattan. So I witnessed, uh, of course, the next day, the explosions from the World Trade Center and the planes colliding woke us up. It was only... You, were, you saw it? Yes, I with saw With your own it, eyes? With my own eyes and felt the heat on my face the, from the fireball. Yeah. <sighs> so that, that experience, I think, changed me in the sense that... Um, You need to take time to travel and to enjoy yourself because life is, is so goes very quickly and fleeting and you just never know. And the other thing is, is that you've just got to get right up and you got to go out and meet people. I mean, the key to all of us surviving is understanding everybody, understanding our neighbors and, and strangers and um, people in other countries. So it's never been more important to travel. Do you think in this time social media brought the people more together or pushed them apart? Uh, you mean during 9-11 or do you mean today? I mean today. Oh, today. Well, that's a very interesting question, which we're debating. Of course, everybody's read or heard by this time about um, Zuckerberg's pronouncement that he's going to make Facebook a little bit more of a private backyard. Uh, that was the headlines I woke up to this morning. I, I, think, I think we have to be careful and sometimes with social media because I think it can become too distractive. And I don't think it's so much um, the platforms because Instagram is, you know, of course, has lovely images and Facebook is such a wonderful thing to keep up with friends and family. I think, I think our preoccupation with our phone, the idea that we are using our phone every spare minute while we're waiting in line, while we're waiting for friends, um, you, you stop. You, so when you start interacting with your phone, you stop observing what's around you. And I think one of the keys, especially to storytelling, is being observant and being alert. I mean, you know, being woke in, in a very basic fundamental way. It's always funny when you're standing and watching and at something very special. And you're the only one watching. The rest is making photos and exactly. videos. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't it? And you feel, I, I feel sad. I feel sad sometimes for young people. I still remember I was checking into a hotel in London uh, uh, last year or so. And it was uh, an American family, and the father was up checking in, and the rest of the family were just on their cell phones. Yeah, they didn't have no, they couldn't, they could have been in London or Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's just, 
They didn't care. They were more absorbed in what was yeah. behind that glass than what was right in front of them. And I think that is sad. Um, we need to put our phones away. We need to digitally detox. Have you heard the word smombie? Smombie. No. Smartphone well, uh, zombie. Oh, my gosh. That's great. It's a German constellation. Smombie? Smombie. Well, I love that. You know, the Germans <laughs> have so many great contractions and, and amalgamations of words, you know. So a smombie is a really great like, word. Put it in the world and say you heard it in Germany first. How do, how do you spell it? S-M-O-B-I-E? Exactly. Smombie. Worldwide smombie. Well, right. And I think I think we need, as, a, as, as an international culture, to learn how to control our... our our smartphone habit you wrote a lot of very very good stories which is the one you're most ashamed of uh ashamed in what way so you no no this is not for me oh, no. <laughs> this wrote a colleague a colleague wrote this oh okay do which, you got one what a, a story that i'm ashamed of yeah no i, I that's actually, good <laughs> no i actually don't think there's one story that i'm ashamed of the, one of the things Otherwise, I wouldn't make it a story. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let it see see um, Very see the light of day. I mean, <laughs> we all have mistakes. There are some stories that I think are stronger than others. Of course, um, some passages. But you know, when you're writing, the real art of writing, I think, a, as a writer, isn't so much in the writing; it's in the editing of what you write, and making sure that every single word counts. And I always say this to my students when I'm teaching: you must read your words out loud. Yeah. Always. Also on social media, <laughs> it's a hard lesson to learn. Well, there is no, there, yeah, it's a very hard lesson, and you are you are then you know flamed when you when when you actually do make a mistake. And I and I, I think again, we live in such an immediate culture that please just take the time yeah. to compose your thoughts, and you'll be surprised at how they resonate and what and what you know sort of joy you can give other people with your words and your image. So if you take as much time with the words on your Instagram post as you do picking which filter, perhaps <laughs> you have that combination because I love, you know, that's why I love magazines, the place where words and images collide. And I think that is a great place. That's where I always say I want to be is that place between text and words and images because both are expressions. And I love working with our photo editors. They're just great. And Farrar, our photo editor, is amazing. And we just get great ideas. Yeah, you've got the best in the world. It's well, amazing. We do. We do have amazing, uh, amazing photo editors. Who do you think should listen to this talk? Who should hear it? Well, I hope everybody's going to go out and, and, and subscribe to National Geographic Traveler. So um, you mean I the guess. Travel Hero Podcast. <laughs> yeah, Travel Hero Podcast. Well, I. Well, I think, first of all, your audience and who that's going to reach, I would hope that there are a lot of uh, younger people who would take sort of people's perspective to heart. It's very hard when you're young to focus on anything other than, you know, the, your peers and what's right before you. Yeah. But, you know, take the longer view. Even if you're only 18 or 16, take a longer view. And who is your personal superhero? My personal superhero. Wow. Um, I would have to say, and, and you in terms of travel or any anybody, whole life. My whole life. Well, I have a couple of heroes, but I think one of my, my one of my personal heroes was one of my first editors, Keith Bellows, who became the editor of National Geographic Traveler and tragically died two years ago, much too soon. Um, two and a half years ago. And um, Keith nurtured talent. And he was a great editor, 
gifted writer, although, you know, his editing, a lot of people don't understand that editing is an art too, and he's a marvelous editor. And, um, but what I liked most about him was his ability to mentor people. He mentored me, he hired me for my first job all those years ago. And I think, you know, if you want to be remembered, be a mentor. You know, nurture the people coming up, and they'll remember you. You won't die. You'll always be remembered. Thank you very much for your time, and all the best for you. Nico, thank you. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the podcast, and I enjoyed the Tesla. <laughs> nice ride. Perfect mixture. Okay, nice wheels. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. If you like what you heard, make sure to check in soon again and subscribe to our channel to know when it's time to reveal another Travel Hero story. Oh, 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 oh